Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. TV radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. Lord, we just come before you tonight and we give you glory and honor, Lord, for everything that you are doing in Jeffrey's life, Lord. And we give this broadcast to you today, Lord. And we thank you, God, that you are the great architect. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, how beautiful you are, Lord, to do all the great and mighty things that you're doing in Jeffrey's life, Lord. We thank you and give you praise. And Lord, I'm asking you that on tonight's broadcast, Lord, that you will allow it to be released, what you want him to release to the bride tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Brother, listen, first of all, I want to talk about me and you and how we met. Now, listen, Bride, to you that are his friends that don't know me, um, I have my ministry is We Are The Bride Ministries. I do WATB.TV and then WATB Radio, and I interview ministers all over the world. 
Well, I found out about Jeffrey a couple of years ago, and I started following him, and I started noticing, oh, my gosh, here is a man who is preaching the truth, the unadulterated truth, and he's not backing down from it. And I admire people uh, that really stand up for the truth and speak what God tells them to speak. So I messaged him, and I'm like, listen, uh, I'd really like to interview you. And he honored me with an interview. So I interviewed him. And then after I interviewed him and we started talking and hanging out, I asked him to be a speaker in the National Christian March uh, the Make America Godly Again, which, by the way, we have some of our other speakers are watching. Yay! And so, he, hey, yes, he came to Washington, D.C., and he spoke uh, about Make America Godly Again, about God restoring our country and, and healing our country, and he spoke uh, the truth about the homosexual agenda in our country and all this other stuff. So what I would like to uh, talk to him about is what has God done in his life since then? That was last year in September. Now, Jeffrey, talk to us. Uh, what has happened in your life since last year? Wow. So since it was in September of 2017 yeah. at the MAGA revival march in washington dc with you june that the lord really gave me the idea of having marches uh having a march in washington dc yeah. and to bring together people that left homosexual or transgender lives yeah. to follow jesus christ and bring them together and give them a platform and a voice yeah. so that was that was a huge thing that's happened since last september that happened actually on may 5th of 2018 this year and I gathered people that left the lifestyles from all over the country and um, my friends and I just spread the word and a lot of people um, were really touched by it. We had about, I don't know, 50 to 70 people show yeah. up, but also more importantly, it started a family and it started getting the word out again and getting it in the media and getting it spread around that there are people that have left these lifestyles that um, just staying in the lifestyle and trying to be a Christian, but yet live in homosexuality or try to change your body as transsexual or transgender, that there's another option because the world doesn't tell you that. The world will tell you, oh, you can just be a Christian and be gay. And a lot of the church says that too, but that's not what the scripture says. The scripture says, and such were some of you. Yeah. Words past you were washed, you were sanctified by the blood of Jesus. So we wanted to give people a voice to have to have their voices heard about um, about uh, that there's freedom yeah. through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so also um, with the march, I also was part of a documentary that was filmed last fall in 2017. Um, I was the last person. So I was filmed in October 2017. And the awesome. film premiered in Atlanta. Yeah, the film premiered in Atlanta in January. And I want to get this out here and let people hear about this. Yeah. If you want to hear 12, 12 different stories of people that left homosexuality or transgender lives. Go watch the documentary. It's called Here's My Heart. Yeah. You can go to you can go to uprootedheart.com and start looking. They're going to be selling the DVD soon. But if you want to watch it today, you can watch it on vimeo.com. V-I-M-E-O.com. Yeah. Yeah. Look up Here's My Heart, like H-E-R apostrophe S, my heart. Well, us, documentary. What is, it's what is that about? Here's My Heart. The doc. 
the documentary is about giving the Lord Jesus your heart and surrendering to freedom through Jesus Christ. Oh. And the documentary has 12 different stories of people that surrendered their life to his and gave them his heart. And he gave them a new heart, as the scripture yeah. tells us. So the documentary is powerful because it has 12 different stories from 12 different people all spread out all over this country. Oh. So it's it's unique to each one. Yeah. Now, what happened with you going to uh, California? Well, the Lord told me to leave my job as a professor what? here at Emmanuel College. Uh, I was leaving. No, yeah, I was why teaching history here. did you do that? Yeah, yeah. So after May, I turned in my resignation in February, and in what? May, I taught yeah. a summer class. I taught my spring classes, but I taught a summer class in May, and then after it was literally the day after my summer class left, leaving my job, just stepping out of faith because he told me to leave it. Things have blown up yeah. since just being obedient, leaving it. And the very next day, I was on my way to California. I went out there fighting a bill, AB 2943, that was trying to censor um, counselors and other people from sharing that you didn't have to stay in homosexuality, that there was other options, and that the scripture says you can be free yeah. and move in the direction of Jesus Christ. So okay, I went to California. Just a moment before you get started about that. I want to tell the bride exactly what that is. Bride... Yeah, a whole broadcast on that bill. I read the bill on the broadcast from A to Z. And basically, this is it, Bride. You are not allowed to convert. You are not allowed to tell people they need Jesus, talking about the homosexual community. You're not allowed to convert them to Christianity. You're not allowed, you're not allowed to preach against the lifestyle. I mean, it's a huge deal. And there was a moment there where they said they was going to try that the governor was trying to take the Bibles from them, you know, type of deal. But they ended up saying that ain't what it was. But basically, they're making Christianity illegal. You cannot touch that community, basically. So tell us what happened with the Senate. Well, we went to the Senate in Sacramento, California, yeah. and there we all our testimonies in a booklet to several members of Congress, um, uh, the, you know, the state, the state assembly. And so from there, we were just passing out testimonies. So some people that never even heard yeah. of testimonies like ours here, but the bill did pass. They made an amendment. I think the amendment now is if there is an exchange of money, you cannot basically tell a minor, um, scripturally that they could leave homosexuality but I, I, they did get because of such an uproar pretty much they did have to make amendments and now it's just a very <laughs> uh, yeah so if there's money you can't but otherwise you can if there's not a change of money so it was it was really cool being out there and then right after california a gentleman that sees all my facebook stuff he's friends with phil robertson he lives in west monroe louisiana yeah. so right after I spent three days in uh, Monroe, Louisiana, West Monroe, Louisiana, and uh, I got to uh, share at Phil Robertson's church and then do an interview with him for CRTV. Wow. And so that was really, really awesome. And the Lord just keeps opening doors. 700 Club came and filmed two weeks ago. Last week I was published, I think it was last Monday or the Monday before, I was on Charisma Magazine Aww. online, like Charisma com. So the Lord just continues to open it and I just continue to be obedient yeah. and share the testimony like a blowtorch trumpet that won't stop. Yeah. I just keep sharing about what he's done. Yes, amen. Now, what is it? 
what do you feel a shift in the nation about this? Like, do you uh, see more of an awakening of people seeing that they need to come out or what are you seeing? Yes. I uh, actually, a young lady on here, uh, a young lady on here, I've actually been talking to, she left a woman after being with her for eight years and we're actually starting a Bible study over the phone. We're going to do once a week. I've been talking to her the past couple of months. I mean, I'm seeing the Lord just radically wake people up and shift people yeah. that he's just shifting people that you would never imagine. Yeah. But that's what God's done since the beginning is picking the most unlikely people. As the scripture says, he picks the lowly things, the despised things that are not. So he, that's his way. His ways are completely yeah. different than man's. You know, I've been reading the story of David this, this, this past week. And I've just been, I just love how the Lord's ways are so different. Yeah. When Samuel goes to anoint the king of Israel, the king after Saul, yeah. uh, Samuel, the Lord, Samuel, he says, do not even look at the outer appearance. That's what man does because I'm looking at the heart and he anoints David. So God always picks the most unusual, unlikely people. So to, to, to see what he's doing in the LGBTQ group, the people that everybody was like, no, whoa, those are like the way out there, reprobate mind people. There's no hope for them. But there is hope yeah. for them because they're alive and breathing. Yeah. And if Jesus wouldn't have died for just certain groups, right. he died for all groups all nationalities, all people. So I'm just so, I'm, I'm so excited to see what he is doing in this country. Well, Jeffrey, I want to tell you about a boy I met when I was on the tour last year in Los Angeles. I was uh, at the Dream Center, actually. And he was uh, an ex-transgender that was a woman. And he had his uh, parts removed, basically, and became a woman. Okay, he did the transfer. Okay, well, now he got saved. And he's in that lifestyle, I think, 20-something years as well. Okay, well, now he is converted. And the Lord spoke to him one day. And the Lord said, I want my son back. And he told him, he said, I love my son. And so he asked me when I came there, he said, I want you to pray with me because I want to be a father. I want God to supernaturally replace my parts. And I really believe that in these last days, we're going to see miracles like this, where the, where the enemy has come in and tried to destroy identity. I believe God's going to do supernatural things like that. Don't you, Jeffrey? Yes. Amen. I am so excited. The Lord started showing me... Uh, it was probably spring of last year that we're moving into a time of Pharaoh and Moses, Jezebel and Elijah, public yes. spectacles, public displays of the supernatural power of God. Yes. And we have to be on board and we have to get ready because there is something I will never quit contending for and never quit saying it since the Lord showed me that there's something big coming supernaturally yes. and we have be ready for that. And he was even showing it to me just about an hour or two ago that, you know, what, what if Moses would have been ready? What if Moses would have just uh, thrown off the supernatural like nothing? Because those magicians came and they threw down staffs and they turned into snakes. It was, it was make it a break it time. It was yeah. the moment. But in that moment, Moses knew he served the God of heaven and yes. earth when he threw his staff ate those demonic, those demonic, satanic snakes that were swirling all around, That's you know, right. that looked powerful, but you got to be ready. You have to know that Christ, the hope of glory lives within you. And he's given you the power yeah. to have authority on, over man. those things. So there's 
lot of supernatural about to bust out. And a lot of the church, it really bothers me because I see what the enemy's done. The Lord started showing me this like six months after I became a Christian, that to be scared of supernatural, to be scared of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and be scared of, uh, and not, they won't naturally just say they're scared because most Christians say they believe in these things, but it's like a hindrance of, ooh, that's scary. No, God is supernatural yeah. from the beginning. He's yeah. way any demonic power and like the jesus said if you ask god for bread he's not going to throw a rock at right. you if you're asking god to walk for an authority he's not going to give you a demon to feel you right. you know you have to be we have to be prepared we have to be ready we have to be vigilant we have to keep all doors closed to the enemy but we have to be ready for the power yeah. of god paul said i didn't come with just words but i came with power right now jeffrey i've got some friends some other ministers that uh, have ministries such as yours where they deal with the LGBTQ uh, community. I would like for you to take a few minutes, if you don't mind. I feel the presence of God so thick right now. I would love for you to take the floor, and I would love for you to just release whatever is in your spirit for those ministers, uh, whatever that God has for you to release to them. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so uh, to ministers that are dealing with the LGBTQ, I just want to share a personal story because about a year and a half ago, I got really overwhelmed. I'll never forget it. I was sitting there. I said, I can't do this. I, I can't do this, God. I said, these people are deceived. They don't care. They mock me. They, no one cares. The people that, that try to say they're accepting and all that stuff, even the people that become Christians, they just don't really care about themselves. They just say they don't want God or Jesus. And I, I just got so overwhelmed. And I'll never forget, I like went and laid down on my bed. And I was just overwhelmed. I was done. And I said, God, I can't do this. It's just too much. Right. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me that day. And he said, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, okay. And he just started speaking to me saying the gifts of the Holy Spirit, they're gifts from the Holy Spirit of God that hovered over the waters. It was with Samson and Gideon and Jesus himself. The power of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Holy Spirit. He said, no one's using the gifts. I gave these as gifts to the body of Christ. No one's using it. I don't care how much in deception, whether they're LGBTQ or whatever, you go up and give someone a word of knowledge that's from God. And in an instant, their heart, their mind, all that rationale is broken yes. to their spirit. And they know that there's a God thinking of them that yes, saw everything Lord. they went through that loved them. So the, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit were to flow in those. And they're not a joke. They're not something to be pushed to a backside room in the church. They're important. Why would he give us these gifts and call them gifts of the Holy Spirit if we're not supposed to be using them, flowing in them, and, and all manners of how he wants us to use them? So I just want to encourage people that it really lifted a burden off me that day that, that the Lord would use the, gift of the Holy Spirit to, to minister to people. But also... Um, really also ministering in love, but grace and truth, because I share this all the time. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. You have one side of the church trying to just show, trying to just scream at the LGBTQ and show them truth without grace. They're, they'll pull scriptures. Yeah. Satan himself. Yeah, scriptures. Yeah. They'll pull scriptures, throw it at him like a bomb. Yeah. You have the other side just saying grace, 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 grace. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. But why does the scripture say that Jesus came with grace and truth? It's a, it's a balance. Yeah. Jesus says, stay on the narrow road, the middle of the road, a narrow road. We stay with grace and truth. We don't go off in one ditch. We don't go on the off in the other. We have to share both, whether it be LGBTQ or whoever yeah. we're sharing. Yeah. We, we have to share with grace 
and truth. If it's not seasoned with grace, it's just truth. And if it's grace without the truth, it, it, it's just not. Yeah. That, that's why the states that Jesus brought grace and truth. There's no other way to do it. When he saved the woman from being stoned, he actually showed her grace first. Yeah. And then he showed her truth too and said, go and sin no more. So there has to be a balance. Yeah. It's like everybody wants to be on one side or the other in the church and we can't do yeah. that. And that's why I really believe when Jesus said it's a narrow road, even when you're in the body of Christ in the church, it's it's a narrow road. Yeah. It's like, don't get off and veer off on these side. Stay on the narrow road, balance. Yeah balance everything god says in the scripture that an unjust balance it's an abomination to him yeah that's what the scriptures can't twist that or turn it. it's an abomination to him he wants a balance yeah. narrow road balance with grace and truth but so i think that's how we minister that, jeffrey how do you hold that with uh the lgbt community like when you went to california they can be hostile sometimes right i mean yeah they can Hostile, but yeah, well, the Lord show me the Lord has been showing me something else with Christians today. Christians today, we need to get more back to the book of Acts. Like, we <laughs> act like if someone yeah. yells at us, spits at us, I don't care if they throw a rock at us. Do you know what Paul went through? Of course, you know, uh, Dr. June, because you are a scriptural lady. Paul was beat up, left for dead, all that stuff. And we act like if a group is like hostile and like comes at us and screams something that we got to do this and this. No, we don't do anything. Just love them. If they punch you in the face, then so be it. This is what the apostles went through. This is what the body of Christ went through in the book right. of Acts. And they weren't retaliating. They were left. Paul, it says Paul was left for dead. He was sitting there on the ground, left for dead. He didn't retaliate. He didn't try to say, these people are so evil and all this stuff. He knew that it was spiritual warfare. And that's why he wrote in the scripture yeah. for us and millions of people to see later that we're not even fighting against flesh and blood. We're not even fighting against the yeah. person screaming and spitting and throwing things at us or yeah. wanting to kill us. We're fighting against principalities and the demonic that they're letting flow through them. But that's not my that's not my area right. of forte. That's, that's what the Lord will judge and discern on them. And we just pray for their eyes to be lifted and let them persecute us because when they persecute us, we're just storing up treasure in heaven. And it says the spirit of God will rest on Now, me. Jeffrey, I've asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. I would like for you to explain to the bride, all the ones that are watching that have probably never been a part of that lifestyle, right? So they, they don't uh, understand like what the rationality is. Can you talk to them a little bit about uh, how these people feel towards Christians and then maybe, you know, to help people to have uh, an understanding? Yeah, for sure. So um, with how they are, how they think towards Christians, well, a lot of it's just varied. It's varied in that society. Um and that group of people, some people are just very anti-God, yeah. very hard in their heart to God. Some people are very open, like, well, I believe in just love and everything, and uh, Jesus is cool, but we don't believe Jesus, like, hates us yeah. or hates homosexuality, which I'll make this clear right now. Jesus doesn't hate them. Right. He hates that right. sin. But, um, yeah. So, like, there's just very, it's kind of the same as anyone in the world, really. It's almost the exact same as anyone living a heterosexual life that is lost in the world. I mean, it's the same. It's like a group of people with just, you find different variations throughout it. Hmm. Well, I was hoping you could um, help them to understand 
you know, um, I don't even know how to say it, understand them more, you know, because they may not understand them type of deal. I'm moving because I feel like the internet back there. Okay. <laughs> you said, can you say that one last part one last time? <laughs> I, I said, I was saying, I was saying that uh, I was just hoping you could help people that's watching uh, that maybe, you know, is, has never experienced it. For instance, let me just tell you one instance, my cousin. Okay. I had a cousin. Yeah. Uh, she was molested when she was a little child and then she ended up becoming homosexual. Now, back in the seventies, it was not accepted back then. I mean, you were an outcast like no other. And so the whole family just disowned this woman right? And then she ended up just being a homosexual her whole life. But when she died, she ended up dying in a house fire, uh, trying to save her uh, girlfriend, you know, out of the fire, and she ended up dying. But uh, I found out later, you know, that she was molested. And then I was like, I repented, you know, because when I considered what she went through, I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just trying to say, uh, you know, what these people are thinking. You know, she uh, was very violated when she was a little girl her whole life. And so she, I mean, in her mind, she probably never wanted a man, you know, because the men she had in her life abused her and whatnot, you know. I mean, you just don't know yeah. what people have been through is the point that I'm trying yeah, that, that's the truth. You honestly don't know what people have been through. And everybody has a different story. And sometimes, yeah, I've been traveling the, the, the country sharing my testimony. But as you know, I do testimony lives on my own Facebook because there's something so powerful about them. And every time I meet a new person, I literally thank God. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, God, I didn't even go through half of what this person went through. Wow. My life, people look. They hear my story and they're like, you went through so much like that. And I'm just like, yeah, but you don't even know. There's so many stories out there that are so powerful yeah. that people have went through. And you know, the scripture says the Lord uses everything the enemy meant for your bad yeah. or good. And man, he just, the, when you get with Yahweh, the God that created heaven and earth and quit playing with all these demonic realms and spirits and tarot cards yeah. and just idols of your car, your house, your your children or your family can come out of. When you release from sin and will follow Jesus Christ, I'm telling you people, right. I just know there are people that hear this. It is something that's going to blow your mind. It's the person that created you being one with you. Yeah. Can you imagine the person that created you and the person that created everything being one with you, giving you a new spirit? I just feel like it's time. I just feel like people are seeing that are going to see this need to stop playing games. Like it's time to stop. Like he's like flashing and giving you signs and speaking to your heart and just trying to deliver you out of darkness. And you're just rejecting the God that created you. And you think it's a joke. Heaven and hell is not a joke. Hell where people are burning for eternity 
Kentucky is not a joke. They are literally screaming in torment there for help. And you have someone, the son of God, the son of the living God, that went and laid down his life for you and you reject him. It's not a joke. It's not funny, people. Yeah. It's something very serious. And, you know, I, I, I am all about love. I'm a very loving, very patient person since I've been saved. But, like, I'm feeling this more intense fire and burning for people to just just to listen, to quit rejecting him because I really feel the Father's heart that he's tired of being rejected by so many people. He's tired of, of us in the United States and our society yeah. that has completely just out. If it wasn't for the Christians that were the remnant here in this country, this country would have been blown up, <laughs> tore up a, a while yeah. ago. I'll just say that. He's merciful. But I'm just still feeling this burning and I'm just feeling this burning for people to just, even in the body of Christ, because you share this so much, Dr. June, in the body of Christ, everything, a lot of things have turned into jokey matter. A lot of things have turned into play around. There's grace covering it. Not watching your words. Your words have the power of life and death. Yeah. This not a game and like the lord's been burning on my heart the past week or two this, you need to be more serious about some stuff yes i have fun with the lord i joke and laugh with him all the time trust me but what i'm saying is it's like the lord is like saying like wanting things held to a higher level wanting things held to a higher level yeah. of holiness purity being set apart watching your mouth being separate from the world we're not supposed to look like the world right we were never supposed to look like the world. We're supposed to look completely different than the world. This isn't a game to see who can fit in and pull in the most and pull in the most people so that we have numbers. We're not about That's numbers. Right. Christians have never been about numbers. We're about being wholly set apart and a remnant yeah. for the God of heaven and earth to use. So all of this stuff is very serious. And I just feel a burning to really just snatching them souls from fire, like God said. Yes. Now, listen, uh, I just want to uh, say this. I was just thinking about this, Jeffrey. You are freezing. Your video is freezing. Uh, I think I've, I've been on a lot of Facebook Lives. Uh, sometimes it'll just freeze, you know, for certain people because of their internet. It may not have nothing to do with that. Oh, us. okay, gotcha. Uh, but what I was going to say, you know, one year ago we was in Washington, D.C. doing that march. And who would have ever known that God was going to move me there exactly one year later? <laughs> I know. That is what is so amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. But what he's doing in your life, Jeffrey, I am so proud of you. And I just really, now I'm an older woman. I consider myself like your mama. Uh, you know, I hold up your arms right now in the spirit. And uh, I would really like to pray for you, Jeffrey. Yes, thank you so much. Okay. Lord, we just all come together right now in the name of Jesus over Jeffrey. Lord, we know that you are expanding his borders, Lord. We know that you are opening doors wide. We know, Lord, that you are allowing his voice to be amplified uh, to give you honor and glory in this hour, Lord. And we pray, God, over Jeffrey's heart, that he will keep his heart pure through all of this, Lord, that he will not be sidetracked or be, you know, uh, go down any other road, but like he said, that very narrow road, Lord. And God, we pray and we hold up his arms before the throne right now, Lord, asking you to touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, increasing the prophetic in his life, Lord. 
uh, increasing his understanding of what's going on in the world, in the realm, in the places that you send him, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for expanding his territory in Jesus' mighty name tonight, Lord. We just plead the blood of Jesus over him tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Jeffrey, I would love it if you would pray over me going to D.C., please. Yes. Yeah, so, Father God, I just thank you for this broadcast. I thank yes, you for Lord. everyone that has continued to stay and listen, Lord, and the people that will see this later. Father, just bless them, Lord. I pray over uh, Dr. June Knight that she will just be blessed in Washington, D.C., Lord, yes. that you will give her clarity over her spiritual eyes and her spiritual ears, Lord, just a breakthrough like never before yes. to hear and see you. So clear, Lord, and know her assignment in Washington, D.C., and fulfill yes. it. So I just thank you, Fathers, that angels go before her, preparing every step where her uh, every step where her feet may tread on in that city, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, and ask you to be with yes. her and let your presence, your grace, your truth, your mercy, and your compassion flow out of her onto people in Washington, D.C. And I, Father God, I ask specifically for favor on, on June yes, 9th, Lord. Lord. You've given me so much favor with people and that's something that you've had you you've just shown me again and again lord and i ask you to show june a favor that she couldn't even fathom or think up lord that it will be one of those things that just goes in the line with the scripture that to, to those who love you that, that you have things that we can't yes. even imagine lord so i just speak that and release that over june tonight yes. because i know our words have power of life and death father and we ask all these things yes. in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and i speak right now to anyone watching this yes. hearing this now or hearing this later or the people that got on that got off yes. Lord. i pray protection of father in the name of jesus yes. christ of nazareth i pray anyone that is not born again i pray father god that you will lift the veils and, and let them see and choose life this yes. day father i just ask you for supernatural encounters dreams visions prophecies people walking up to them whatever it may be lord yeah. to just waken them up to your spirit lord i ask you holy spirit to lift veils spiritually off people with yeah. eyes their, their spiritual eyes their spiritual ears lord just lifting veils so that they can see jesus and i speak to every single person right now i don't even know the request on here for healing tonight yeah. physical right. healing i I thank you, Father, that we are contenders for healing. Your scripture says you are the God that healeth thee. So I speak in life in the yes. name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over every single person listening to this Facebook Live. Yes. Ailments, blood disease. I don't care what it is. Muscles, bones, diffuse, whatever it may be. I speak life over you in the yes. name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I speak to anxiety and torment, and I bind you off people's minds yes. in the name of Yeshua. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, I release peace over their yes. mind. I release peace right now over every person listening to this now, before, or later. In the name of Jesus Christ yes. of Nazareth, a fresh peace to fall on their mind to know that they have been given a, re a remission of sin through Jesus, that they have been given a reprieve from the enemy to have peace and to dwell on the goodness and the, the faithfulness and the redemption power of Jesus Christ of yes. Nazareth. I pray this over on here in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Jeffrey, I want you to tell them about... Uh, some events that you have coming up. I saw some of the comments on here. They're wanting to get involved in your Freedom March. Tell, tell them how that's going to work. Yes, so we are having a Freedom March in Los Angeles, California on November 4th of this year, 2018. 
Uh, anyone that is wanting to help, we will have watch my page, Jeffrey McCall, and, and June. I'll share stuff with you to share too on your Facebook page. But uh, we have a whole page. If you go on Facebook and type in Freedom March or the Freedom March, it will pull up. You will see two equal signs with blue. It will pull up the Freedom March. And it continually has testimonies and um, events for what we're doing. We also have a website. It is um, freetomarch.com. I'm sorry. Hold on. Freedomtomarch.com. Okay. Um, but the main way to stay connected is get on the Facebook page of Freedom March or on my page, I'm going to be sharing stuff uh, for it coming up. And also, if anyone is wanting to donate, we're having to come up with thousands of dollars. You can go to um, uprootedheart.com or freedomtomarch.com. And on freedomtomarch.com, it has a link. We need to raise money. We have thousands of dollars to raise, put up a stage to get this place, Pershing Square, that we're going to be at. So we need donations. You can message me or if you're one of June's friends, message her to get my contact information. We're raising funds for this. And, you know, this is something um, This is something that if you really don't know how to reach out to the LGBTQ or you don't have people near you, support this because we are literally gathering people from all over this country who have been set free from these lifestyles right. and are following Jesus Christ and got together. And it's a voice and an outlet and a uh, platform for other people that are in those lifestyles to hear it. So just pray for us, pray for the freedom marches, pray for the freedom marches. I know June, you have some intercessors on your page. So we just need prayer. Keep praying for the freedom marches. We need the prayer. We need covering. We need support because we're a body and a body helps each other. Yes. Amen. Uh, I was wanting you to tell them uh, how they can find out more about you, but you just said it. The one site about the uh, March information, the website is called freedomtomarch.com. Yes. Okay. I, I just posted your link to your Facebook page uh, on the broadcast. Uh, this freedom com is not, is it a number two or the word two? I think it's the number two. Try that. I'm sorry. I did, but that don't work. Maybe it's the word. Hold on. I think I have to type in www.freedom2march.com, but I, I thought it was the word. Maybe it's not. It is the word. It is not the number. Okay. okay. So I see it here. Let's. Let me do a review of your website. Wow. I am so impressed. Well, my friend MJ Nixon, the director of the documentary, is the one who made that Aww. website for the Freedom March. She did a great job. Where are you at, though? I don't see you in this main picture. Oh, there you are in um, the back. I, okay, I see you in the orange. Very good. Yeah, it's just a page. It's just a page for the Freedom Marches. Yeah. Um, I'm actually doing my website for Such a Time Ministry soon. If you want to check out my ministry, it's for for Such a Time Ministry. It's on Facebook. You can just type in for Such a Time. Yeah. Or if you go on my page, there's a link to it. I'll be coming up with my website soon. I just have not done that. I've been working on, oh, you asked me to tell what's going on. I've been working on my book. And it's actually sent off to people in Atlanta. So my book of my whole testimony, my life, my it's like a memoir. It will be coming out soon. So I'll let people know when that comes out. Oh, that's awesome. Everybody, everybody that's watching, listen, you should publish your book. You should write a book 
about your testimony. Listen, it's not to make money. It's to win people to the Lord. I can't tell you how many times I have used my testimony in a book to give to people because it, it helps them. God will always open the door. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Now, you are in Georgia right now, right? Yes, I live outside of Athens, Georgia, about 20 minutes outside of Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia. Okay. Well, uh, brother, that's all the questions I had. I wanted them to find out about what God has done since the march, which we know all the interviews plus your uh, national march that you're doing. Basically, one six months you're doing it in Los Angeles and the other one you're doing it in D.C. I'm just so proud of you, Jeffrey. I think that's awesome. Thank you so much. And just thank you so much. It means so much to hear that from you and keep me in prayer. And thank you for um, just having me on tonight to share. Yes. You're welcome. Uh, well, you have a good evening, and God bless you, Jeffrey. God bless you too, Sister June. Love, Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.